0: Nomad Church. Go. What's happening, Nomads? Today we're going to be talking more about these 15 minute cities. There's a lot of conversation going on about it. So let's touch base. But first and foremost, fair use notice. Going to be playing some clips and I don't want to get strikes again, so fair use notice. Let's start by saying I want to implore all of you to watch the movie called Soylent Green, starring Charlton Heston from the 1970s. The opening scene is an old man pedaling on a stationary bicycle in order to produce electricity for their apartment. Can you imagine? Sounds like this. 15-minute city stuff now, doesn't it? Imagine being in your apartment, your residence, your family is responsible for their own electricity, and they got to use treadmills or stationary bikes to produce it. Sounds like a good idea till you're 70 years old. You can't get on that bike and pedal as much, but it'd be free energy. You don't have to pay a bill. You just got to produce it yourself. Goodness gracious. Now, factor in your social score that they keep talking about China's already doing this. Green means you pay your bills, you're all, you're super vaccinated, you've never been in trouble, got no tickets or anything. That means you can go into any zone, but you'll probably want to stay in the more affluent areas. Yellow means you're middle of the road, middle class. You got a little bit of issues, but all in all you're a good good person. You you pay your bills mostly. You got a ticket or two, but nothing Severe, So you can stay in the yellow zone or the red zone, but you probably don't want to go to the red zone, but you can't go to the green zone. And it takes a lot to earn your way to that green zone, right? Then there's the red, which means poverty. You're basically just a feeder and they'll use you for labor and test subjects or than anything. Now, didn't Klaus Schwab say by the year 2030, The world landscape will look much different. Is this the uh, new world order we've been hearing about for many decades now? Bush said it so many times. Obama said it. Trump never said it. But you got the potato in the White House saying it over and over. The world landscape and new world order are one and the same. They're creating a one world government, which we're warned about in the Bible, but people apparently aren't reading the Bible anymore. So let's play this clip. I want you to hear something. They're talking about these 15 minute cities and Mark Lorre, former Walmart executive, I guess this is his brainchild, along with many other world elites, not gonna name names yet, but take a
1: listen. Telosa's Blueprints is all about sustainability and an economic system called Equitism. And it's been proposed by this guy, billionaire entrepreneur Mark Laurie, a former Walmart executive and founder of Jet.com and Diapers.com. Be home to 50,000 people by the year 2030 before going on to grow to a population of 5 million.
2: I think the biggest challenge is first having the capital and then it, and then it's the chicken and egg problem is if, if it is completely new, uh, how do you get people to move there and live there? I think one of the things that we've learned from from history is that if we're gonna really do this, we need to do it like in, in a shotgun kind of approach where where overnight 50,000 people uh,
1: move in.
0: History, exactly what point in time is this guy referring to?
1: Losa aims to be a green city by incorporating a variety of eco-friendly features. This starts with where residents will get their food and energy supplies. We're not talking about oil and Walmart here. Stellosis solution, solar roof tiles and aeroponic farms. Then there's the design of the city itself. At the centre stands Equitism Tower. Called the beacon of the city, Equitism Tower is a skyscraper with lookout areas where residents can gather. Surrounding the tower are 36 districts arranged as 15-minute cities where everything residents need will be within walking distance. For anything further away, there's a public transport system. Electric and autonomous vehicles will cruise the streets at a slow pace to protect pedestrians and bikers, but fossil fuel vehicles are banned. Overall, the 150,000 acre proposal is roughly the size of Chicago and will apparently be built over a 40 year period.
0: So how did he say to populate the city? Rush in 50,000 people basically? What if Ohio will be the first state featuring one of these 15 minute cities? with the people of East Palestine, the disaster with the train and the chemicals being forced to move there or tricked. I would never want to live like that. I'll keep my country freedoms, thank you very much. I like my beef. I like being able to go to the store, the hardware store, grab what I want. I'm a DIYer, kinda like to fix things, minor things, nothing major, but I'll keep my country freedoms. And what is Donald Trump saying about these 15-minute cities? Everyone's looking at him as the savior, right? Oh, he's going to run again. He's going to win. His approach seems to be a little different. Take a listen.
2: Quantum leap in the American standard of living. That's what will happen. Here are just a few of the ways we can do it. Almost one third of the land mass of the United States is owned by the federal government with just a very, very small portion of that land, just a fraction, one half of one percent. Would you believe that? We should hold a contest to charter up to 10 new cities and award them to the best proposals for development. In other words, we'll actually build new cities in our country again. These freedom cities will reopen the frontier, reignite American imagination, and give hundreds of thousands of young people and other people, all hardworking families, a new shot at home ownership and, in fact, the American dream. Another big opportunity is in transportation. Dozens of major companies in the United States and China are racing to develop vertical takeoff and landing vehicles for families and individuals. Just as the United States led the automotive revolution in the last century, I want to ensure that America, not China, leads this revolution in air mobility. These breakthroughs can transform commerce, bring a giant infusion of wealth into rural America, and connect families and our country in new ways. Likewise, through our Strategic National Manufacturing Initiative, which is going to be very big and very, very successful, we will turn forgotten communities into hives of industry, producing the goods we will no longer import from China, We will also have a major initiative on lowering the cost of living with a special focus on lowering the cost of a new car and lowering the cost to build a single-family home. And they will be beautiful homes. And I will ask Congress to support baby bonuses for young parents to help launch a new baby boom. Finally, I'll challenge the governors of all 50 states to join me in a great modernization and beautification campaign getting rid of ugly buildings, refurbishing our parks and our public spaces, making cities and towns more livable, ensuring a pristine environment, and building towering monuments to our true American heroes. Very importantly, I will also make sure all of these new places are safe. We love and cherish our police. They will do the job the way they have to. It is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. I will dramatically increase living standards and build a future that brings our country together through excitement, opportunity, and success. Thank you very much.
0: Now ask yourself, is Donald Trump endorsing 15-minute cities along with the likes of Bill Gates, Mark Lorre, Klaus Schwab? The Trump I remember from the late 1990s Didn't shake hands. He was a germaphobe. Google it. You'll find it. So what's happening here, folks? What happened to the Trump talking about domestic oil and drill, baby, drill? And we're going to have so much oil. uh, We're going to sell it to other countries and we're going to be rich. We got nothing to worry about. Now he's talking about flying cars. What in the world is happening? Now, I'm not saying he's compromised, but something doesn't seem right. Do you think things are going to get any better? Do you see it getting better now? I mean, listen to this guy, Scott Adams, talking about the future of inclusiveness. Check this out.
3: So if, if you know, nearly half of all blacks uh, are not okay with white people, according to this poll, not according to me, according to this poll, uh, that's a hate group. That's a hate group. And I don't want to have anything to do with them. And I would say, you know, based on the current way things are going, the best advice I would give to white people is to get the hell away from black people. Just get the f**k away. Where, wherever you have to go, just get away. Because there's no fixing this. This can't be fixed. All right, this can't be fixed. You just have to escape. So that's what I did. I went to a neighborhood where you know I have a very low black population. unfortunately there's a high correlation between the density this is according to Don Lemon by the way Um, so here I'm just quoting Don Lemon when when he notes that when he lived in a uh, mostly black neighborhood there were a bunch of problems that he didn't see in white neighborhoods so even Don Lemon sees a big difference in your own quality of living based on where you live and who's there so I, I think it makes no sense whatsoever as a uh, white citizen of America to try to help black citizens anymore. It doesn't make sense. It's no longer a rational impulse. And so I'm, I'm going uh, to back off from being helpful to black America because it doesn't seem like it pays off. Like I've been doing it all my life, and I've been, the only outcome is I, be, I get called a racist. That's the only outcome. <laughs> it makes no sense to help black Americans if you're white. Uh, the, the It's over. Don't, don't even think it's worth trying. Totally not trying. And there we go. You didn't expect that today, did you? <laughs> but those who don't want to focus on education, you just need to get away from them. Just get as much distance as you can. That's my recommendation. Um, And I'm also really sick of seeing video after video of black Americans beating up non-black citizens. Um, You know, I realize it's anecdotal, and uh, it doesn't give me a, a full picture of what's happening, but every damn day I look on social media and there's some black person beating the shit out of some white person. I'm kind of over it. I'm over it.
0: right. So I I quit. That was the most hateful, racist, bigoted, but factual statement. Society has bred a generation that's literally scared of each other. There are no black or white neighborhoods, guys. It's now the haves and the have-nots, because where's the Asian neighborhoods and the Hispanic neighborhoods? What side of the fence do they fit in if we're drawing this line of just black and white? And I've been in some quote-unquote White neighborhoods, trailer park, that weren't too affluent. I didn't feel safe in there. But I've been to some black neighborhoods, quote unquote. Well, you know it ain't safe in there. But I've been to some Hispanic neighborhoods, quote unquote, very unsafe. So it's not anything to do with color. It has to do with haves and have nots, social scores, believe it or not, already exist. And just people that make it out aren't even welcome back in. You see most of these entertainers and basketball players. They go back to their hood neighborhoods and get robbed, shot, stabbed because they made it out and they're not welcome anymore because misery loves company. And what about those that are saying, trust the plan? I've Got a message for you, too, people.
2: I know there's a strategy and I know there's a plan.
0: There is no plan. Yep, there is no plan. Get out of that fantasy land and realize you've all been fooled and frozen in arrested development. I know someone that has hundreds of thousands of Q followers on his page. They buy his uh, programs for self-help and whatnot. This guy doesn't even work anymore. He's a hopium peddler for something that's not going to happen. And he admits it to me, of course, in private, but he has to feed his followers because they suck it up and he could sell them anything he does a five-minute self-help podcast sells it for three dollars to a hundred thousand people he just made 300 grand because they'll all buy it to see what he has to say or he'll do an ebook that's 10 pages same thing sells it between three and five dollars to a hundred plus thousand people he just made a killing and they buy it up just to hear and see his thoughts and what direction they should go in and does it line up with the Q belief? Because if it does, he can sell them part two. It's a game. And people are falling for it left and right. And it's sad. Because folks, I'm going to tell you the truth. There's only one way out of this. And it's Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, and it reads, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. The only way out of this is to seek God's face period well nomads we hope you enjoyed the ride whatever app you're listening to this on please subscribe to automatically receive our latest episodes and we ask that you share this with at least 10 people to spread the word if you're ready to give your life to christ today stay tuned for the prayer of salvation for more information check out our website at www.nomadchurch.net there you can donate buy books and visit our shop page for the latest merchandise. Remember, we love you and speed. Repeat after me, Jesus, I confess you as my Lord and Savior. Come into my heart and forgive me for all my sins. Cleanse me with your precious blood and write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life. Fill me with the Holy Spirit and lead me on the road to salvation. I pray this prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.